This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting. Sponsored by Accountex. And a very special shout out to our brand new commercial sponsor for this podcast. It's Practice Win. Martin, you know a lot about these guys, don't you? Yeah, Practice Win came onto the scene in Accountex this year, and they've developed an app that allows the accountant and every member of the accountant's team to curate the content that they feel they need. So rather than having to go through a site and find everything, the specially curated content from the channel experts comes direct to their smartphone. And there's so much content out there, it's great to cut through it. And my firm's app who produced this, they really know what they're talking about with accountants in the mobile space, don't they? Oh, they certainly do. They've been around for a long time. And one thing's for certain, they want everyone everywhere to feel involved from an accounting uh, firm perspective so that they know that that team, whether it's a senior manager or a partner, can access what is needed with ease to help develop their practice. And that's what WIN stands for. Practice, win, what I need. Where can people go to find out more, Martin? Uh, they can go to practicewin.co.uk. That's practicewin.co.uk, where they can download the app for free and start curating their content immediately. Fantastic. You accounted to get there. And thank you, Practice Win, for sponsoring this show. Welcome to UK Matters in Accounting with me, Rob Brown. I have guest host Lucy Coyne with me. We'll introduce Lucy in a moment. This is one of five shows going out every day of the week. The only daily podcast in the world for accounting professionals. And this show comes out on Friday, focuses on UK matters for accounting professionals. Lucy Coyne from Mazuma, welcome. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me again. Lucy, it's great to have you back. We love having you as a guest host on here because you're far better looking than Martin Bissett. You're a lot wiser and you actually run an accounting practice, whereas Martin just talks about running an accounting practice. And uh, with this UK show, we've identified an issue that perhaps might affect accountants everywhere, but it might be uh, a little bit more prevalent for UK accountants. Enlarge on that a little bit for us. It's the dreaded S word. It's sales we don't like the word sales in the uk we're very polite british people we're almost apologetic when we make a sale yes. um, and we need to be much less so because if you've got not just aspirations of growth aspirations of staying the same you run a firm for long enough you're going to churn clients some of them will leave for other providers some of them will outgrow you some of them will go out of business client churn is part of life so if you want to stay the same size you either have to keep putting your fees up to cover it or you have to replace those clients and doing so requires sales. And if you want to grow your practice and grow headcount or grow client numbers, you need to be able to do sales. And accountants have had a long time of uh, being able to only take sales through referral or not have to think too hard about their pipelines and channels. And the world is a different place now. We're much more commoditized. People swap providers more readily, more often. They're happier to do so. 
they're happier to shop around. Loyalty is potentially a little bit less than say it was 20 years ago. Just look at banking. You know, you've got the incumbent banks that have been massively challenged by the neobanks that have come into the space. And even now the neobanks are becoming incumbents and there's new challenges on the market in terms of revenue funding uh, is challenging traditional funding models and borrowing for businesses. So you can't rest on your laurels. And sales is a very awkward British thing that we don't like and we should be better at it. And it's not a dirty word. And let's look at pipelines. Let's actually talk about our sales pipelines. There's so many aspects to this. Sales is not a reason accountants came into the profession. They're very good at what they do. They're technically super smart. We know they've got application to learn, take on new knowledge. But if we look at accountants in practice, particularly, and look up the tree, we'll see that 90% of people at the top table, Lucy, are the work getters. They create revenue opportunities for the firm. They bring in the business. They grow the profits. And accountants, listen, if you have a client book, a client portfolio, then it's likely that 80% of it repeats year on year, which is good news, annual recurring revenue. But if you just on a simple level add one decent conversation a month to your regular activities with those clients, you can grow your portfolio and thus the business, can't you? Of course you can. It's about making sure that you treat it as a pipeline. And this is the long-term planning aspect, which I think a lot of accountants talk about and know what they want to achieve for their firm in the future, but actually don't really know how to get there. And they obsess over the website or they obsess over the details of what should my marketing be and all this stuff. And they, they dance around it and they never go, we need to do some sales, 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 sales. And it can be revolutionary. Understanding your sales pipeline is understanding what's going to make your business tick in terms of that growth aspect. So this is an an opportunity for you to reverse engineer the efforts you have to make to reach that top line. Now, anybody listening to this who has it's come from a sales background, this is all money for old rope for you. You've heard this a million times before. But let's say, for example, you uh, two out of every, um, I'll make sums easy for me, two out of every 10 meetings, you convert. They turn into clients, 20%. So if you want to bring on you know, four new clients, you need to do 20 meetings and in order to get 20 meetings you have to do x number of phone calls and in order to do x number of phone calls you have to send x number of mail shots or marketing shots or whatever that's it that sales pipeline you understanding that about your business and understanding your data like that then you just have to keep doing it and it's an activity and numbers game and so many accountants or, or even so few accountants understand that even when they're 20 years in it's very sporadic and a little bit scattergun approach. Oh, this month I got five referrals. Well, what led to that? Oh, I don't know. Just did. Like, well, let's look at it. And can we do it again? What did you do? Um, it's very unlikely it's chance. There's probably something you did. So let's let's figure it out. A sales coach once taught me, Lucy, that your what you do in the next 90 days will dictate what your business looks like in three to four months. So it's the activities you do now ahead of time because you need to start conversations and do your outreach and get on the radars of certain people because these sales, these deals will take a time to drop. There is a season for you to reap the harvest, but you've got to put in the groundwork and sow the seeds, haven't you? Yes, and understand what seeds you have to sow. Every you know, firm is different. Every set of clients is different. Some people will respond to face-to-face -face meetings. Some people just need a quick phone call. You have to understand what that pipeline looks like for you. And it's not good enough to say, well, I, I grow my business through referrals. That's fantastic. How often do you ask referrals? How many times do you ask referrals? Do you have one or two clients that refer in 10 new clients a year? Or does every single one of your clients refer somebody? They are two very different strategies. I always joke with my team, 
It's like, well, our business, we could double it. If every single client, we've had one client a year, we double year on year. That seems like a really easy strategy, but the effort to make that happen is almost impossible. And actually that's it pretty much is impossible because some people will just never refer you work. It's just the way they are. So understanding that, and we have a problem specifically in Britain with this because we're very, we're very British and polite about this. And we're not brilliant, I think, accountants, we're up against it because maybe by nature, we're kind of numbers focused, we're process focused, we're outcome focused in terms of that kind of numbers element, compliance element, even advice element. We like to present a thing. Closing a sale, I've listened in on so many calls with accountants where they've done all the hard work, they've overcome every objection, they've given added value. And at the end of it, they go, thanks very much. Bye. Instead of going, that's fantastic. Can I give you a contract now? Let's sign you up on the spot. Then you don't have to think about this anymore. You're you're letting them walk out of the door with all of the control. Keep that control. Close that deal. But we're not brilliant closers. And I think we can do a lot of work uh, on that as a profession. I know the countries, nations may claim this, but I, I'd like to think we're uniquely British in not being comfortable, not just selling products and services, but selling ourselves. Oh, yeah. Shooting our own trumpet or our own horn, if you like. We're not good at bigging ourselves up. We're not good at admitting how great we are. There's a term called proximity bias we've mentioned on this show, where you get so close to what you do, you don't see it as remarkable in any way. So that ethical bragging, that talking yourself up, that's perhaps a uniquely British phenomenon, which hurts us in sales. It absolutely does, because all sales is about you, the classic phrase, tell not sell. You don't have to persuade somebody to buy your services. They're in front of you. They're talking to you. They're already engaged. You just have to tell them how brilliant you are and why they're a good fit for your business. And the rest then, you ask for the close. Ask for the business. Can we proceed now? Are you ready to sign up today? Shall we get a contract over the line now? We could do this straight away if you like. Then you can enjoy your weekend and never have to think about this again. We don't. We watch the buying signals. We go, there's a lovely buying signal. Then we let it leave. And we don't kind of make that close. And I think it is quite a uniquely British thing. Well, let's finish with a couple of takeaways here, Lucy. I'll throw in a couple because business development has been my game for many, many years. And then you can add a couple just to finish us off. I would say to accountants that want to be more intentional with bringing in business opportunities for their firm to first pick a lane or a strategy. We've mentioned referrals and all. There are many different ways to start conversations. So pick one that plays to your strengths and your style. You don't have to be a great networker. If you love networking, then you can do it online with an internet connection in a dark room. There are many different ways to network. There are many different ways to ask for referrals. There are many different people to ask referrals of. There are many different ways to put thought leadership out there. So the first tip I would give is to pick a lane that plays to your strengths and your style that you feel that you're comfortable with, that you can try. And then secondly, create some kind of a plan, some metrics, some daily activity, something you could do or measure once a week. It's a discretionary activity is bringing in business. You don't get paid to do it, but you get paid on the results of it. So some kind of strategy or plan to build it into your work week is going to bring some results. A couple of tips from you, Lucy, to finish. Practice closing. It's the most uncomfortable bit is actually asking for that business. Be old school. Do some role play with a friend. Um, look in the mirror. Practice saying those words. It's going to feel really uncomfortable to begin with. Have you got a good phrase, Lucy, a couple of sentences or questions you might recommend for us in closing? So one of my favorites, especially when you've got all the strong buying signals. So they're nodding along there. You're mirroring you that they're, they're saying well this sounds great and I like, this sounds brilliant That's wonderful this is you've overcome all the rejections one is do you have any further questions about our service that I've not answered yet 
And quite often they'll either come up with something, in which case you can answer it, or they'll say, no, I think you've actually answered everything. We'll go, fantastic. I'd love to get you started today, shall we? And they're either going to say yes or no. And they'll probably say yes, especially if you've got all those great buying signals. Um, or another one, if you've got on really well, which is literally say, I feel like this meeting has gone really well. I hope you feel the same way because I feel like we can do really good business together. Do you want to get started now? And hopefully they'll just go, they probably will go, yeah, I also feel the same way. You know if you get on with somebody and you want to work with them. So just give them the easy, make it easy for them. One of my biggest bugbears is when I speak to a company, I'm trying to buy something. I'm the worst person to sell to. I put the phone down. I don't listen to people because I, I know this world. So I haven't got time for it. I'm the worst. If anyone ever wants to practice trying to do a hard sell, try it on me. I'll put myself out there as like <laughs> as fodder, as a role play. But when I'm giving the strong buying signals, I'm saying, well, how much is it? When can I start? How do I sign up? And they're still not giving me the stuff. I'm like, come on, I'm literally telling you where to start. Tune into it. Understand when they're saying yes without saying yes. And close that down. ABC, always be closing. That's a strong sales message. Let's just soften it for our accountants. Always think of a way you can bring people to the end of the funnel. You've worked hard to work them through it. Now, pushing them out the end of the sausage machine to make a deal, uh, you've got it in you, you've earned it right. Lucy Cohen, thanks so much for joining us today on UK Matters in Accounting. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting. Sponsored by Accountex, 